Welcome to Bunch. I'm Claire Sutcliffe and I've been building and leading communities for over 15 years. I'm fascinated by the concept of community-led growth, so I'm on a journey to meet the innovators who are building communities to grow their business. This episode of Bunch is sponsored by Cause.io, a community reward and motivation tool to boost your company's growth. More information in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Bunch Podcast. My guest this week is Ben Lang, Head of Community at Notion. Hi, Ben. Hey, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Um, So Notion is a massive success story in the area of community-led growth and building very authentic and exciting communities. So first of all, could you tell us a bit about, about Notion, the product, and then maybe easing into like why people love it so much that there's this incredible community building around it. Yeah, totally. So Notion is a product that you can use to build wiki docs, manage your projects, take notes, and a lot more. One of the ways I really like to describe it is it gives you the Lego blocks to um, to build Lego sets in a sense and allows you to just create tools and products and workflows in one centralized place. So you can you can you can do almost anything with it. You can create a second brain. You can have your grocery shopping list. You can have a budget planner. So many so many incredible use cases. And I think if you want to get like a sense of what those look like, a really good place to start off would be in our template gallery, which you can find at notion.so/templates. Awesome. Yeah. So tell us a bit more about the templates, because that's a really interesting part of the community space, isn't it? The template building flywheel sounds really interesting. Yeah. I think what's been really interesting about templates is it's allowed people to just kind of get off to a quick start with Notion when, you know, you might, you might sign up for Notion and see a blank page and, you know, find that a little intimidating. Uh, So, you know, going back to this analogy of of, uh, Lego blocks, you can download a, a set or duplicate a set of Lego block preset Lego blocks, which is essentially a template. And for for new users, I think that's you know particularly valuable. Um, but even for existing users who maybe are looking for inspiration, other ways to use Notion, complex setups that people have built, uh, duplicating a template is a really really great way to do that. And I, you know I think over the years it's been really inspiring to see like all the different use cases from really across all industries and types of people and users all over the world, um, just building really incredible, incredible things with, with Notion. Yeah, totally. And it's very quick, uh, sort of easy and speedy to use as well. That's something that I really like about it. You can have a, a Notion site up in, you know, in half an hour or an hour um, and be disseminating information that way. One thing I personally love about Notion is the use of emojis, which obviously exist everywhere around the internet, but Notion seems particularly obsessed with them. And actually, they're really helpful for um, distinguishing text from each other by the use of emojis as well. That's a, a personal favorite of mine. Um, so tell me a bit about the um, Notion community. What's happening in there? What do people do? How are they communicating? Yeah. So, I mean, our approach has always been like a little, I think, different from from many companies. And in that what we've tried to do is empower people to connect and self-organize and build around Notion themselves. So there's actually 
hundreds of Notion communities and groups out there that you can join. Uh, and they're all run self-organized and run by our community. So if you go to notion.so slash community, you can kind of get a peek at that and see see what that looks like. And what we've done is we've kind of really invested in our uh, ambassador program, which is where we connect people who are running these communities and growing them and hosting events and publishing YouTube channels about Notion and uh, running user groups to kind of give them everything they need to be successful in doing that. And we've done you know, something similar for students as well, which we call our campus leader program. And it's been, I think, really special just to see how much passion people have for Notion and uh, enable them to, you know, to, to, to connect in, in the ways that they're most excited about. That's cool. How, how does that ambassador program and the student one that you mentioned, how does that help Notion? What kind of value do, does Notion get from that? I think, I mean, two, two big ones are just kind of distribution in that more people are seeing Notion. And when you're incentivizing people to share Notion and spread the word about Notion, you know, more people will, will see it and wonder and get excited and get involved. And, you know, having people on the ground and all these regions and campuses all over the world really kind of enables us to light a stronger fire there. And, um, and as well as just teaching Notion, I mean, Notion can be, you know, it can be a complex product, it can be simple if you use it in simple ways, but if you want to continue to like up-level your use and find more use cases and uh, build more powerful tools with Notion, there's definitely learning that's involved. And I think empowering people to teach Notion and, and help other people up-level their, their, their Notion skills, I think is super valuable to Notion and that it helps, you know, it helps more people get hooked to Notion and, uh, and continue to spread the word from there. I think it's a smart move to go to universities to be um, helping people understand how to use Notion there because they're going to be the people of tomorrow who are building their companies and, and using Notion to, to build and run their companies a lot of the time as well. So there's such a thing as Notion consultants, is that right? Where you're helping people make money by teaching Notion or building templates for people using Notion. How does the community support that endeavor? Yeah, pretty early on, we saw folks who started to do this naturally. And some of this gap was there because there's just so much you can do with Notion. So people realized that they could help companies and individuals really like dive deeper into Notion and provide services and hands-on training. And there's basically a whole ecosystem that's developed around it. And uh, we have now certified consultants and agencies who provide these kinds of services, which you can find over at notion.so slash consultants. Uh, and I think we've tried to help our customers discover these folks and uh, and guide them there because we're never going to be able to, we probably won't be able to provide the same type of hands-on support uh, in all these different languages, you know, across all these different regions in ways that our community is already doing. So it very much uh, provides value to, to everyone here. Yeah, totally. And I guess the breadth of experience and ideas is going to be really helpful. It's not something that Notion could ever provide itself either. Right. Can I just come back to something you mentioned before? You said that there were lots of self-organized groups within your community. How as a head of community do you manage that and the sort of message dissemination? How do you communicate with all those different groups? So, I mean, over time, we, we, we built 
our own like internal processes and ways to, you know, to organize all of this. And we built up a team and we have these different programs where we're uh, kind of collecting and organizing people who are building these communities and people who are becoming consultants and people who are leading their the efforts on their campus. So uh, really kind of keeping track of these people and making sure that we're sharing, you know, we're sharing the right things from Notion to them. So do you have a team of people that you work with that does all of this communicating? Yeah, I mean, we've we've hired some really fantastic folks in the community team over over the past few years, and they work on community management and operations and building programming and strategy. And you know, I think I think uh, they're just incredible, incredible people, and um, have helped build up like so much of this over over the years. Can you give us an idea of the size of the team and the size of the community relative to it? Uh, um, yeah, I mean, we've been three people, so pretty small, <laughs> uh, but Notion has always been a, you know, small team relative to its, uh, to its size. I think we've always been very particular with, um, you know, hiring and making sure that we're being thoughtful about how we're growing the team. And as far as community size, I mean, there's a lot of different ways to, to look at that because we have like the programs that we run and then we have the communities and groups that the folks in those programs run and the events that they're running, but yeah, it's not so simple to just provide a number, but no, but, so maybe know. a range. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think we have these programs that are touching like the folks who are engaging in you know in these different ways, who are then impacting millions of Notion users in different capacities, whether it's through in-person events or creating YouTube channels or selling and creating templates. Like, there's a lot of different ways to you know have an impact uh, in the Notion community. Awesome, thank you. I'd love to hear more about some of the programming in the Notion community. I've seen from the website, there's a conference. Um, what else is going on? And maybe you could tell us a bit about the conference as well. Are you talking about block by block? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like a user conference that we started a few years back and we've run it a few times. I can't share too much more beyond that, uh, but I think that's been that's been a really incredible way to bring people together from all over the world who who are engaged and involved in the Notion community in different ways. I think, you know, a good way to just kind of see like the programs that are running on the community side are just by checking out notion.so slash community. Uh, and you can see there like all the ways you can get involved. And I think I think that kind of gives like a good a good framework for for what that looks like. So I understand that Notion is kind of like almost a self-managing community with a small team. But how does Notion, the company, think of the value of having an organized community? You know, the distribution and teaching Notion are two really, really powerful levers for us. And um, community really enables enables that for us. Uh, beyond that, I think there's, you know, all these other ways like, you know, even just getting product feedback from certain subsets of users or finding speakers for something that we're organizing or inviting people to participate in an event that we might be putting together. Like um, on, a, on a daily basis, there are so many ways that, you know, having these subsets of groups uh, are super, super valuable and can help different teams at Notion in, in all these different ways. And you don't need to give me a number or anything, but do you try and quantify what that value is in terms of 
how much growth specifically that the community has helped create for Notion or do you not think about it like that? Um, we think about it like a little a little differently, but not something I can share publicly right now. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so here's another sort of a slightly different way of asking that question. Are there ways in which you try and measure the success of having a community? Are there specific data points that you look to for example, the number of events that your community organizers are putting on per month or something like that. What, how do you think of it as like, oh, this month the community really seems to be thriving and other months maybe not? What's changed in that, in that time? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the way we've been looking at it is kind of like on a per program basis. Uh, so, for example, like if our campus program is more focused on events and helping students, you know, empowering students to, to teach Notion at their at their campuses. So understanding like how many students that th they're reaching, that, you know, that's a really easy way for us to kind of measure in a quantifiable way what that looks like. Um, but those, you know, these things kind of, the, they differ like per per program. So we, we, we try to kind of look at it with, with respect to like whatever goals that program is trying to, to solve for. And so thinking about brand communities separate to Notion, so we're going out into the world here, what brand communities are you part of, if any? And like, what do you think is interesting about them? What am I a part of? Uh, I, uh, there's a, there's a, a fund called First Round, and uh, they, they run a community called Angel Track for angel investors. And I'm a part of that, and I really enjoyed what they've done. I think, uh, I think they've done a really fantastic job of onboarding people and educating and connecting people. So I've been super impressed with that. I'm also in a community called Interact, which is for kind of like young folks who are just doing interesting things in the tech world. And I think they've also done a really incredible job of keeping people connected over the years and um, hosting retreats and helping people build strong relationships. Those are the two that like come to mind first. <laughs> Thank you. And what kind of, when you think about brand communities more generally beyond like communities of practice, what kind of interesting trends do you see happening? Yeah, I think I don't know, companies that I think are doing really interesting things like uh, maybe Figma. I've, I've been really impressed with, with, uh, with how they've really brought together the world of designers and aspiring designers and you know, done a lot of really innovative things. What kind of stuff are they up to there? Because just for people who aren't familiar with it, yeah, they're probably won't describe it well, but they're kind of an all-in-one, I think, uh, design tool. And um, I think most like most companies at this point use them to to, to design software. And uh, and I think they've done they've done some really incredible things, like Config, their their annual user conference, uh, which I think they've you know it's been really incredible to watch and. Um, they've done these pop-up trucks at universities uh, where they delight students with like Figma branded ice cream and just really, really like neat, neat initiatives that have been really inspiring to watch. That sounds cute. <laughs> what do you think are some of the most important elements of a brand community? I mean, I think just to start off trying to understand like what kind of shared interests and values people have. Uh, otherwise, you know, you might be putting people in one place and there just might not be that much interest in connecting. And 
I've started a lot of different communities and projects over the years, and some of them have worked, some of them haven't. But I think the ones that have worked for me, at least personally, have been where there's just been some element of, uh, you know, shared interest and value between the people in that uh, within that group, and uh, and you know, finding that and kind of fine tuning it to start, I think, is really important. How much in your previous community building experiences before Notion were you thinking about? this is what the company is trying to achieve by having a community? Good question. I think kind of like a, a mix, uh, meaning not over-indexing on one, but rather like trying to incorporate like what's going to help the company, but also what's actually going to interest people and bring them together in this capacity. And um, and for example, like it might mean building or bringing people together around something that's like more broad than just your product or more broad than what you're building. And, you know, maybe a, something that can connect people in a more substantial way if, if it's just not, if there's just not enough there. And, and you know, I think, I think you have to be like creative and, you know, and flexible and adaptable to, to build like some element of community that actually interests people other, cause otherwise you're just, you know, you're just creating another one, another one that no one is going to be interested in. And, and, you know, you need to kind of balance the two to, to like add value, I think on both sides. Do you normally do like research stage where you're trying to talking to people about what their motivations are, what their life goals and challenges are to sort of see what they're up to around just the use of your product? Yeah. I mean, I, honestly, for most of the things, most of the companies or products that I've been involved in, they've usually, I've usually been like the beta person myself, like solving for my own needs and connections, shared interests. So um, it's always been a little easier because, because of that. So even Notion, like I was built, I built a template gallery for Notion and a Facebook group before I worked at Notion. So I was doing these things for fun just because I was super passionate about the product and wanted to like see how other people were using it and help people. And uh, so obviously I did spend time afterwards talking to people and kind of strategizing around these programs and what could be valuable um, for, you know, for both sides. But, um, but I think when you're like really deep in it yourself, it makes it a lot easier um, to build something for yourself. Yeah, definitely. It's as a community builder, it's a lot easier if you have an element of sort of lived experience or um, passion for the thing that you're building a community around in the first place, doesn't it? I would be a terrible community builder for farmers, for example, having never, ever been a farmer. Um, and so we'll end with some kind of advice for the people listening, if they're thinking about building communities, or maybe if they already are in the thick of it, what's like one watch out, and then we'll end on a positive, and one tip for running successful brand communities? Yeah, I think I think uh, watch out in that try to do something different. I think I think if you're kind of replicating like the standard same thing that everyone does, there's just so much noise and so much that already exists out there. And uh, I think you really need to be creative and innovative today to stand out and don't do like the exact same thing other other companies or brands or people are doing. And in terms of tip, actually, I think this, I think that might apply to both. So maybe, maybe that one answer works for both. I think it's a really good answer. You see so many of the same things over and over again, and then people wonder why 
their community are not engaged and it's because they can get this somewhere else. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ben. That's been a really interesting conversation and I hope it's been helpful for everybody listening wherever they are too. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Thanks, Ben. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, give us a nice juicy rating so more people can find us. And if you haven't already, then subscribe to Bunch wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.